Max 98.3, we want to welcome to the Big Max Morning Show, Sheriff Grady Judd. Good morning, there sir. How are you, sir? Wow. I appreciate all those folks showing up this morning to wish me a happy new year. A happy new year to all of you. Well, thank you so much. Now, before we get into the business of the day, uh, Mike and I both want to publicly thank you for being a part of our Ugly Sweater Christmas party. Yeah, everything we were just talking about off the air, now we're going to say it on the air. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you did a great job. Thank you for being a part of the show. Uh, it was hard to keep it secret what you were doing, but... Uh, Sheriff read a "Twas the Night Before Christmas" in Polk County that Mike wrote, and uh, you knocked it out of the park, my friend. It was awesome. Well, thank you very much. You know, y'all wrote it, y'all choreographed it, and I was just blessed enough to be a part of it. And I love Christmas time, and I like to have a good time, and and that was just the most awesome event ever. So it was a lot of fun for me too. Great, and and I was very honored by the fact that you wanted to keep. We made a book. Mike and I bought books, copies, hard copies of the poem, and the sheriff actually wanted a copy of it. I know. I think that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. we were we were very very honored by that. I hope I hope next time we come to your office, it's somewhere on the uh, bookshelf or mantle. You know what I mean. Well, I still need to get y'all to autograph it. You know, we were too busy that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. No, you well, know, and what what everybody didn't realize, y'all were as sick as you could be when I went to the green room to wait to go on. It looked like a drugstore. <laughs> <laughs> they were all legal, sheriff. I promise, they were all over the counter. <laughs> uh, that's true. We were sicker than dogs, yes. but we we pulled it off somehow. But. But uh, it was an amazing night, and it was fun, and we were super glad that you were a part of it, Sheriff, so thank you. Yeah. I look forward to doing it again soon, whenever y'all have another crazy sweater or whatever you have. Okay, shorts and flip-flops party in the summer this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. so. Uh, but we, we do have a, a copy of the video up on the Max Minions Facebook page, so you can see the pre, uh, the president. The president, yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> you can see the sheriff uh, do Twas the Night Before Christmas in Polk County. So uh, once again, thank you so very much. So uh, how were your holidays? Everything okay? Was the office busy? Were, how, did, how did we behave over the past couple of months? Do, do you know, it was really great. The holidays were really, really great. Uh, Christmas and New Year's. And the good news is our preliminary numbers, we haven't finalized them, is our crime went down again. So we should be at a 52-year low in crime. And we're excited about that. But I'll have more about that later. But the thing that, that really hurts your heart and like, Beginning with January 1st and going back for four days, we had four fatalities in mm. five days. And wow. the one that didn't die, he rode his bike in front of an Amtrak train. Now, how he survived that, I just do not know. But, you know, I thought maybe that would make a good year, New Year's resolution about when the arms are down on an Amtrak train. And you see the lights flashing and the bells gonging and the horn go bah, bah, bah. You probably shouldn't drive around those arms that are down, whether you're on a bicycle, a motorcycle, or a car. So he obviously set some kind of world record by getting hit by an Amtrak. He may lose a leg and an arm, but he didn't lose his life. But Others did. So, did he do it on purpose, Sheriff? I just have to ask real quick. Did he do it on purpose? Was this like a 
an attempted suicide, or was this guy just so dumb that he drove around the arms? Well, we need to make you a detective because we're always suspicious like that, and we're checking it out. And, but it may also have had something to do with an, an intoxicating level mm. of some kind ah. of uh, something or another. I We don't know. That's still under investigation. Understood. But he's not been in any condition to talk to us yet. Gotcha. But, but the, you know, I, I tell folks, you can't believe how many lives we would save if people just wouldn't walk in front of vehicles. <laughs> you know, I mean, you just can't believe every year there's a lot of vehicle fatalities. And a lot of people, and you know what, when we get there, we find headphones scattered around and stuff. Mm. What they are is they're listening to their music and they're totally zoned out. So they get to the edge of the road and they say, Hey, there's a road. We ought to cross it, <laughs> you know, and, and never mind about the traffic that's zipping back and forth on that road. So anyway, and aside from that, the, the other, you know, new year's resolution is, you know, I love guns. I'm, I'm a second amendment fan, mm-hmm. but part of that is responsible gun ownership. So please, when you get home at night, take your car gun out of your car into the house because these little gangbangers are flipping handles and the car is unlocked and they go through it. And guess what they're finding? Guns, credit cards, cash. Oh, here's a key fob. I think we'll just take the whole car here. So the, the downside to being really, really safe. And we are in this County really, really safe is people get too comfortable and don't lock their stuff up. So take your gun in the house so you're not putting it on the street for little gangbangers to shoot at each other or to rob you at an ATM some night. That was one thing I, I'm glad you brought up is uh, one of our last meetings before the Ugly Sweater Christmas Party, I asked Grady his opinion on firearms. Mm-hmm. And because I've thought about maybe getting one for yeah. myself. And you lit up, sir. I've never seen you light up more than you did when we were talking about it. But he also, I mean, he stressed, you've got to get trained. You've got to know what you're doing. Sure. You've got to have respect for it. You need to know how to take care of it. And um, frankly, that was the first time I had heard someone that is as zealous for a firearm stress these things. Yeah. And, and, and I got to tell you, Sheriff, I, I got a, a ton of respect for you when you were all excited about it, but you were equally as excited about the care and, and, uh, manipulation of the firearm. That that's so very important. Do you know, of course, in Polk County, people like guns, they have guns, they load guns, and then they shoot themselves while they're cleaning them. There's scarcely a week goes by that somebody doesn't shoot themselves in the hand mm-hmm. or in the leg while they're loading, unloading a gun while cleaning it. Well, I tell everybody, first and foremost, when you're you're going to clean your gun, it has to be empty. And you go, well, duh. <laughs> and the second thing, when you unload it, you need to unload it in such a manner that you don't end up shooting yourself or someone else, or a hole in your house. Because an, a gun that you think is empty that's not shoots a lot of folks every year in Polk County. And you'll see it. It'll be a hand injury or shot in the leg or the thigh. 
And what were you doing? Well, I was cleaning my gun. Well, I was reloading my gun after I cleaned it. Well, how'd that work for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not good. <laughs> not very good. I also want to say uh, for people like me, just because you went hunting with your uh, dad and your uncle once when you were 12 does not make you a gun expert. You should go out and take the actual classes and actually learn how to how to uh, fire a firearm and how to properly uh, put it away and keep it safe. Like you mentioned, bringing it in out of the car. I know so many people who just leave a gun in their gun in their glove box, and I'm like, "What are you crazy?" The first time somebody breaks in there, they're going to run off with it, and and then what happens? That's right. And all these guns, they, these guns go for three hundred dollars a pop on the street. Okay. Yeah. So. So it doesn't take much to figure out rather than working, people are going to go flip door handles that are have a proclivity to sell guns on the street. And then those guns sold on the street are going to commit other crimes. So at the end of the day, I love guns, and, and I want everybody to have guns. And you know what? Gun training and gun shooting is fun. It is. It's, it's not like when you own this gun, now you've got to do this horrible you know, job-related thing to own it. It's it's fun to go out to the pistol range and to learn how to safely handle a gun. So that's one of my New Year's resolutions. You know, if you're a law-abiding citizen, you know, get a gun, learn how to be proficient with it, learn how to handle it safely, carry it appropriately, and don't leave it in the car when you come home at night. There you go. Exactly. It's pretty easy. Well, listen, Sheriff, we need to get going, but once again, uh, uh, for Mike and I and everybody that was at the party, thank you so very much for taking time and joining us at the Ugly Sweater Christmas Party. You uh, really made the night a success. Well, happy New Year, my friends. I had a great time, and I look forward to talking to you soon. All right, buddy. Happy New Year, Sheriff. Take care. Thank you very much. Sheriff Grady Judd, everybody.